the biggest mistakes that I made in my training career with fitness is lifting out of my ego. And it's the biggest problem that I see people make in the gym is trying to set PRs or hit certain numbers. And form goes out the window, your spine goes out the window, mechanics, your body alignment, your posture kind of goes out the window because you set the PR. And you're trying to get to the fastest end result that makes you feel good, that looks good maybe on camera or towards other people, which is why I think you want to try to get out of the gym so that you can kind of get out of your ego. So if you work out from home or outside, you can take some videos of yourself and actually see what's going on and analyze and, and, and diagnose. For instance, let's get back to like doing a deadlift. So. I have a goal of like a 400 pound deadlift, which is like a little over twice my body weight, you know, and it's at the end of the day, is it that important? No, it's just a good showcase of strength, but I know that there's better variations out there, like picking up just a really heavy dumbbell. You can do that with better form than a barbell. It's easier. You could pick up a really heavy ball or a stone where you are going to round your back, which is fine. It's going to be actually better for your spine to learn how to pick up a heavy object from the ground like that. You'll use your hips a lot more. You can do Jefferson curl ups where you take some dumbbells round all the way down through your spine, slowly curl up through your spine. That is going to be phenomenal to stretch out your spine and the tendons of your hamstrings. So these are great like deadlifting alternatives I'm giving you guys right now. Squat alternatives to doing a barbell squat, front squat, take a dumbbell, take a kettlebell, hold it in front of you, slowly squat to the ground, slowly do it. This makes all the difference in the world. Spread your feet, do it barefoot, preferably where you're pushing your feet into the ground. You're going to feel your legs light up like you never had before. You can take your legs out wide, point your toes out, point your knees over your toes. Now you're doing a, a horse stance squat, you're going to target those inner thighs like you've never worked before work into that horse stance squat. Then you transition into a, a split squat. Now your legs are further apart. You have your left in front of your right and vice versa. You're squatting down. You're letting your knees go over your toes. These are the squat variations. There's the Cossack squat. Look that one up there. You're working in the frontal plane. You're going side to side into a deep squat. And this is what guys miss these lifts where you're getting low to the ground and shifting your weight and opening up your hips or opening up your spine. Like I mentioned with that deadlift where you're picking up an object low off the ground and coming, coming up like a ball or something like that. Do you guys get it? Working up to where you could do a pistol squat, working up to Turkish get-ups where you're getting up and down off the ground. This is crucial because when you're in your 30s, 40s, 50s even, you may not be thinking about it too much, but you start to fall as you get older. Look at our society, it's what happens. People are waddling around, very slow, uh, poor balance, and the slips and falls become more and more prevalent after the age of 60 or so. I'm starting to see it with my parents and a lot of my older clients. So training low to the ground and getting up and down off the ground, massive importance when you're younger and you're just gonna start to feel better in the short term. You're going to move better in the short term so it's it's a win-win from from all aspects again the key is though 
you got to get out of your ego because you may suck. You probably will suck in the beginning, but it's going to highlight where you're tight, where you're restricted, where that mobility is lacking in your ankles, your hips, your knees, your spine, your upper back, your neck, your shoulders. You're going to see all these things. That's why you guys want to be doing this stuff. So I gave you some good deadlift and squat alternatives, good alternatives to the bench press. All right. Um, first of all, you don't need to bench press at all. You can build a phenomenal chest with dumbbells where you go at a slight incline on a bench, like 30 degree bench, take two dumbbells, not super heavy and let them go out to your sides. This way you can really stretch and open up your pecs, almost like you're rowing, like you're pulling down with your back muscles and then pushing up and engaging your chest. You can get way more range of motion. You could also do this on a cable machine or do like a cable crossover where you're kind of giving a big hug. That, that's a good exercise. Don't go too heavy on these. You don't want to be straining your shoulders. Dips. All right, dips are phenomenal. Work up to where you can get full body dips on uh, parallel bars and then working up to ring dips, which is incredibly hard, but just amazing to bulletproof the chest and the shoulders. And then another exercise I've been doing that has helped me to really open up my chest in particular is I'll set up a couple benches or a couple tables that are about knee height and spaced out a couple feet apart. And I'll put one arm on the right side and one arm on the left, kind of my arms at 90 degrees, and I'll sink down between those benches. So I'm, it's, I'm getting some depth, I'm lowering, and I'm getting an amazing stretch of my, not only my pecs, but my delts, my shoulders, my arms, really good for posture. And you can kind of get down and hold that for 10 to 20 seconds and go back up again. I have to take some videos of this that I'll put on the social media where you guys can see this, but stretching and opening up the pecs and shoulders, very, very important. You guys also want to be doing lots of rows, horizontal and vertical pulling motions to offset all the forward shoulder pressing activities in the gym, but just daily life being on the phone and computer, which rounds you forward. So a lot of pulling, you'll feel a lot better. Face pulls, rows, lat pull downs or pull ups. You guys definitely want to be doing those even more so than any kind of pressing. So there's are some great alternatives for deadlift squats and bench pressing. You don't have to do those movements. I highly recommend that you don't do those. So here's a training plan for men and women to follow. You want to build your glutes. You want to tone up your arms, have nice shoulders, tight core. Think about doing something like this. Every single day, you can do some core work like cat cows, bird dog planks, hollow body holds. Superman's side planks. These kind of exercises are going to train your entire core. You can do them every day. I advise you do them every day because you're going to get better at them. You will have less pain when you have a stronger core and you'll start to see those results. So those kinds of exercises every day. And then also doing some kind of a mobility flow, 
world's greatest stretch, inchworms, getting up and down off the ground, you know, shifting in and out of these movements, stick dislocations, uh, shoulder dislocations rather with the stick. Just think about loosening up all the joints in your body, do some neck circles every single day, and then some soft tissue work. Get you a set of a roller and some balls if you don't have one. Get a foam roller, get a foam ball, get a lacrosse ball. You're going to start to work into all those tight areas that you haven't explored, that massage therapist won't tend to go, those uncharted territories. And I'm talking about under the armpit, all right, the crease behind the knee, the abdomen wall the scapula all around the shoulder blades you get the these balls and these rollers in there really really helps i did a rolfing session yesterday if you guys don't know what rolfing is r-o-l-f look that up that was um, some interesting tissue work that i had done for about an hour she really got into some tight spots and it was kind of somewhat painful some of them she was into my skin and just holding these positions for a minute or so at the time and that's sometimes what you want to do with a roller or ball is just sink in. Could be anywhere from one to five minutes and let the muscle release its tension. All right, feel some change. So don't rush through this. This is my best suggestion when you're doing tissue work or really any of these core or mobility drills. Take your time and drill, quote unquote, drill in the form and the technique. It will pay off. That should be 30 to 40 minutes or so of all those activities on the daily. Of course, I want you guys getting your steps in, five to 10,000 steps at least. Do some backwards walking in there as well every single day. This is just general health. Here's a weekly training split, and I kind of touched on this the last episode, but I'm going to add in some caveats here. So Monday, upper body, Tuesday, lower body, Wednesday, cardio stairs and or bike about 30 minutes don't go hard this is more for getting blood flow and, and recovery thursday upper body friday lower body saturday arms and yoga one of my new things is i'm doing hot yoga every saturday morning and it's uh, just amazing to detox and open up the body uh, can't recommend it enough, an hour of hot yoga. And then Sunday is sprints. So we're getting that cardio from a metabolic standpoint to really burn some body fat. Sprints are great. Sprints up a hill, amazing. Sprints on sand, really good to work your feet and ankles. So there's a good weekly training plan that you guys can follow. I'll go through one more time, take some notes. Monday, upper body. Tuesday, lower body. Wednesday, stairs, bike. Thursday, upper body, Friday, lower body, Saturday, arms and yoga, Sunday, sprints. So is this too much? No, because here's why. You're going to be doing workouts that are under an hour, 30 to 40 minutes, circuits. And you're going to be alternating the upper and lower body days where if you do weights on the one session, you're going to do body weight on the next one. So there will always be an alternate. If you're doing upper body heavy weights, you'll do body weight leg exercises the next day and vice versa heavy weighted leg exercises the day before is body weight upper body what i've come across and i've seen this with other people advanced trainers <clears throat> is alternating the 
the stress on the central nervous system because the weighted exercises do take a toll on your nervous system and your spine and your joints in general. So it is good to have somewhat of a lighter day um, next to those heavy weight sessions, if that makes sense to you guys. And then you're doing your cardio on the other days that you're not lifting weights. So this, the reason I want you guys to do this is because it gets you in the habit of doing something every day, which is crucial because it's kind of like that P90X philosophy where there's yoga, then there's weights, then there's this, and it keeps things fresh and exciting. And you get into the habit of moving every day, which we are designed to do as human beings. We kind of forget this. We try to systematize everything. And that's kind of like, how we have to do it in our domesticated lives to make things easier. So I highly suggest you guys follow that template.